What is going on, my friends? This is Damien, your host of That Arsenal Women Podcast. You want it. You got it. It's here. Episode 3. Let's go. How's everybody doing? Where are you listening in the world? I've gotten messages from so many different places, and it's just so overwhelming, and it doesn't get old, and I really cannot start this uh, show without acknowledging not only how much it means to me that you listen and you like and subscribe and all this other stuff, but that you communicate with me and you let me know where you're f- listening from. So that is amazing, and so that's one of the reasons why I created this, to not only spread the Arsenal way, but also have a network of people from all over that have this deep-rooted emotional connection and passion for this squad. So if you are a new listener, my name is Demian. I am a professional musician. I'm actually right now in Las Vegas rehearsing for what is going to be my upcoming tour with a band called the Jonas Brothers. And I, even though we've been rehearsing nonstop and I'm exhausted and we are, we're about to start a very long day, I had this need to say hello and communicate and bring you yet another episode. And if you, again, if you're a newer listener or you, you're not really sure what to expect, before I'm able to bring, with, uh, bring to you some player interviews and stuff of that nature that I know that's what you want, I will be just, in the first few episodes, I just want to talk a little bit or bring you up to speed as far as why I've been a fan. So the first episode was clearly just an introduction. The second one, I spoke about why Arsenal Football Club and the women's squad as a whole. But today, I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the former players that got me into the team and into the squad that are no longer in the team. And this is not meant to be anything sad or anything like that, you know? And, and that's actually something that I wanted to touch on and, and start with. You might be wondering, like, hey, are you not going to talk about our Champions League qualifier? And the answer is really no. I There are many other sources of information when it comes to stats and game reviews and anything like that. But my function here is slightly different. If you're used to my Twitch streams and, and all that, you know, it's more of a conversation about the, the team spirit and team as a whole more than just stats and goals and, and matches. So one of the things that... Uh, I've come to realize is that in the women's sport, the transfers are much more often in, in there's just a lot of transactions and players go in places and it's really hard to get attached to a player and, and then they go somewhere else. And that's kind of what you're wired or I was wired in the men's game. You know, there were a player, there was a player that would stay on my team for a long time and they would go to another team and I, I would never like support them, quote unquote, right? Like as if I had any say or control or as if that lack of, you know, support really meant anything. (laughs) But it definitely did mean putting out some bad vibes if I wanted them to fail, which is obviously not good. The The thing that I keep seeing so often on on social media is how sad people are, how mad, not not angry, but sad or like heartbroken and stuff when one of their favorite players leaves this the, our squad. And I totally get it. I 
completely understand it. I just always try to make a point that the first reaction should be more about what this means to the player, and it's usually a very good scenario for them. And, you know, we tend to just see how things affect us directly and how it's so-and-so is not on the team. Well, I'm mad or I'm sad or my favorite player is all out, out and, you know. And I think sometimes we, we, we should take a little step back and see how advantageous this would be for the player. So it would be impossible for me to start with any other player than DVD, Van de Donk, and somebody that is literally my favorite player on the planet, my favorite footballer, and you know <laughs> one of my idols, and somebody that I think is the among the greatest number 10s that the Dutch national squad all genders have ever worn so you know she's the reason why i got into the team and she left she signed for leon if you don't know this <coughs> excuse me and you know the first reaction is like wow how it impacts me you know but at the same time i'm i'm conscious that this the opportunity had to be massive for her to move on and it was and it is and i, I can't wait to see her shine so beyond you know a sort of tribute that I'm willing to pay to all these players, which I gladly will. I'm mostly saying this in case you are not, you know, too well-versed with the current squad, like this year's squad and the current players that we have and the amazing vibes that are brewing up and all these other things. And I'm incredibly optimistic about this season, by the way. I think it's important to... You know, when you talk about, like, people talk about, like, history, club's history, right? We, we end up going sort of really far back, and it's understood. You know, we, we sort of take chronological distance, and we tend to go back to, like, the very, very beginning, and obviously players that um, have helped establish the club and, and you know, win quadruples and do, or a quadruple and lead titles and FA Cups and all this other stuff, and, of course... You know, players like Alex Scott and Kelly Smith and so on and so forth. But I think it's sometimes when people talk about the history of the club, they kind of overlook recent history. And it's it's to me, it's kind of wild when, when that happens. Not that I don't do it. Of course I do it. But as a whole, it's just kind of a kind of a weird thing sometimes. So more than again, more than paying tribute to anybody, I just wanted to mention a few players that were integral and paramount to me getting into this amazing squad. And some of you, obviously most of you might know the, or will, will know these players. But if you're just listening and you're like, well, I have no idea who they are or you just got into Arsenal and you had no idea about X, Y, or Z, I'm not going to talk about super sort of legends at the club in the sense of how long they played for the club. But I do want to mention uh, Luis Quinn, who just signed for Bremer and M. I can't pronounce that name. Uh, let's see. <laughs> There's just so many. Obviously, Jill Roard, who I always call the unicorn because I think she's a very, very special player. And I think that in a couple of years' time, she's going to be among the best on the planet. By the way, I, I currently think she, she is, but that's neither here nor there. I think a player like Leonie Meyer was very, very important. Dominic Janssen of course, and, and there's just so many, you know, I try to write down, you know, a list of all these players, 
and it's just really difficult. So I guess what I'm trying to get at with this is love the players and continue supporting the players. And, and also, you, this is not breaking news to you if you are a, a follower of the women's sport and you have come to terms with all this other stuff, a sort of quick turnaround and how fast and how often players move. But if you're just getting into the game, uh, what I would recommend, if I be so bold, is to always keep the player's best interest in mind and know that it's not a normal, quote-unquote, normal in terms of what the men's game is, you know, there is less, way, 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 way less money in the women's game. And transfers are sometimes a necessity financially and opportunity-wise, and then I- that is similar to, to the men's sport, right? But it's just a very unique thing. So this is one of the, one of the, the instances where we can sort of hold back on comparing the sport between uh, you know the men and the women's sport because it's it's just like this it's basically at its genesis and we're just a part of something that's it's not quite starting let's just say but it's just getting started and it feels really good to be part of something special and i wholeheartedly believe that we are witnessing amazing things so yes there are club legends that will always and should always be remembered and respected and at the same time the players recently continue to take that torch and even if they haven't won anything uh, any trophies in the last couple of years their their imprint on the team is going to be legendary and i think added to this is the social media aspect of it and the work that aiden small does with a women's account and it's just fascinating to 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 see this insight into no, sorry to be redundant but into their lives and what they do and who they are their personalities and it's just absolutely incredible to be a part of that and, and, and feel more and more attached. So it allows you to sort of organically root for them wherever they go and, and support them in any sporting endeavor, wh- whether it's with Arsenal or with it could be with Tottenham. It could be with any team. You are going to love them and support them. And that's something that's brilliant about the women's game that I don't see too much in the men's game. And again, I told you, I mentioned not comparing, but it's 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 hard not to, because it's just sort of the platform in which I jump off of to to make some points. But what I guess I'm trying to illustrate is that one of the reasons why I love the women's game is that you can support players and not feel like guilty that the your fan base is going to debate you on or hate you for it, which is stupid, right? Like to this day, I have to defend. Like whenever I mention that I, it hurt me when Ashley Cole left or Sex Fabregas or, you know, <laughs> Robin Van Persie. I, t- when I mention it on a podcast or something like that, people give me stick. And I'm like, what do you, t- like, what's the problem? Like, what do you care what who I support? And why do you think it makes you believe that you know what being a true fan is? I think that this dimension that the women's game allows us, which is to, just genuinely support and love each player and it doesn't matter if they play for Tottenham or Chelsea or whoever but if you like them you understand their struggle right you understand you, you exercise empathy and you're like wow this person had to battle so much to get to this point and it's like they signed for Tottenham it's like oh, oh well you know whatever they could do better right it's not like 
you know, screw Tottenham. Every player that plays for them is awful and blah, 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 blah. No, it's not. It doesn't happen like that. And I really enjoy that, you know, just sisterhood. You know, I really like that community, which is very different than what I've been used to. And it's one of the reasons why. So, again, if you've been a fan, if you support the club, this is, you know, when you hear Luis, Jill, Leone, these are, you know, legendary names for you. You know, they're household names. And even, you know, when a player like Lisa Evans goes on loan to West Ham, you're like gutted that she goes for a second. But you're like, hey. You know, this is amazing for you. I want you to get playtime. It's like, it's bonus that they play for Arsenal, right? That is the, the point that I'm trying to make. Enjoy every player. Enjoy the women's sport. Try not to be this super rigid, you know, as far as like, uh, yes, who you support should be Arsenal. Obviously, this is who you're listening to. But this, you know, I'm not going to watch this team or I hate this team or, I, you know, want them to get injured and stuff like that which it happens in other you know dimensions of the sport it's not like that so thank you for listening i know this was a little bit of a different podcast but that's kind of what you can expect the unexpected from this podcast sometimes it's going to be player interviews sometimes it's going to be a very exciting topic sometimes it's going to be a little more deep so before i go i would love to hear from you not only about your opinion about what i just told you about and spoke about but maybe you can share with me and with us any of your experiences as far as like the sort of ambiguity that you might feel when when you support a team and you have a player that you love but they go play for a rival team what do you feel like that and uh, of course if you want to mention uh, any sort of uh, Arsenal legends or recent players that I didn't mention of course there are many and of course I want to you know give shout outs to all of these Dom Johnson and, and Luis Quinn of course Jill Roard Leonie Meyer and so many other players that have come and gone in the past few years. Ruby Mays, I'd signed for Man City. So I'm just excited about the future. I'm excited about the season coming up. And I'm also excited mostly for the people that are new to the game, that are about to witness their very first ever WSL season supporting Arsenal and what it's all about. And it's just amazing. I have such a wonderful feeling and such an amazing vibe. And I think we can all agree that at the very beginning of the summer, it looked pretty dire, and we were very hurt and, and like concerned about what the future was. The coach leaving, the best player on the planet leaving, in my opinion, among the other best players on the planet leaving, and so on. And it's just like this nerve-wracking thing. But I have such an amazing feeling, and I believe that our very own Beth Mead is about to have her best season ever. I've said that for a few months, and I believe it with every fiber of my being. Again, thank you so much for listening, for subscribing, for sharing, for getting in touch with me, for all your wonderful, uh, wonderful words of encouragement. It means so, so much. We'll chat again soon. <laughs>